This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I'm your host, Amanda Stroni, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach for yoga teachers, healers, and spiritual creatives. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry from the perspective of the teachers. Join me for intentional conversations with yoga teachers from around the globe as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back. Happy Friday. I'm excited to always be back here with you and we've been doing a fair amount of Friday episodes, so it's it's great to have these short segments. Um, I do know that there is a wonderful and profound interview that I just did that will be coming up on the show in um, a couple weeks, so that's something to look forward to. I'm really excited for it and the conversation that I was able to have this past week. Um, so, so just glad you're here. And as we come together in this space this week, um, I've been reflecting a little bit on last week's episode where we talked about a life of non-attachment and what exactly that means. And it's left me with this great deal of reflection and how it ties so deeply into all the areas of my life. In bringing this topic to the surface and diving deeper, it's allowed me to once again re-examine my path and the ways in which I choose to show up for myself and for others. And part of my intention in sharing these episodes, these Friday episodes for you, is to have this space of awareness for yourself and to choose to go deeper into your own exploration process and to find what resonates with you, to find your unique path and your unique way forward. Because I believe we all have a different way and it's not going to be one select path or one select way that's going to work for everyone. So if you are looking for more topics, as always, I invite you to join our free community, untappedpower.net, to get yourself signed up. And that gives you access to some of the recorded calls when we had live group calls that we're diving into some of these topics. And I think it's helpful because you're going to get the perspective of other group members, which is always something that can resonate a little bit differently when you hear someone else's perspective. So I always invite you in to join and to take advantage of what is out there, what is in that community, um, because there is some great wisdom and some great conversations that we've had in there. So for today... I am excited to explore the topic um, that we're going to talk about today, and most of you listening are connected to the teachings in some way and training. So maybe you've you know have your two hundred, your five hundred. Maybe you're looking to take a smaller training. Um, and I also talked about the the burnout piece in episode sixty one. So today I want to break down the benefits of training, right? Whether whatever type of training you're looking to dive into, how do you know when it's the right time and the right training? versus maybe I'm just addicted to learning and gaining knowledge. How do I know the difference? And we'll dive deeper into your decision-making process for selecting a training, what factors I feel are most important, and how you figure out that timing piece for you, for yourself. Because there's no such thing as perfect timing. So how do you know when it's the right thing and the right opportunity and you should move in that direction? So let's get started. Why is training so beneficial in the first place? Well, 
we know that, I think, why training is so beneficial. But when we start to explore a subject or a topic, uh, the first thing we're required to do often is to, to do training on it, to know and understand the job or task we're about to undertake. And there are many benefits to training. It's one of those things that has so many factors associated with it. Questions surrounding the integrity of the training, right? Who's leading it? Will I get what I need? Is it the right fit for me? The right training with the right teacher in the right environment can guide us forward. It can really be impactful. And it can give us the confidence to move ourselves on the path in the right direction. And the wrong training, the wrong environment, the wrong teacher can be a deterrent. It can take us backwards it can lead us into more confusion. So one of the most important important components of training we can so easily forget is that it requires hands-on experience. We learn through our teaching and our practice. It's not just the knowledge we acquire. So it's going to take some time to feel out your own rhythm and pace and to understand what works for you. So yes, we can absorb and understand the information, and we also need to be patient with ourselves to know that our experience is really our truest teacher. Experience is a teacher that allows us to really see all the pieces and to feel it fully and completely in our bodies. For example, once I've completed a 200-hour training, I have felt the desire to want to just go and teach. And I know there are many out you that, that feel that as well. And I also love the training in that environment. So I was called to say, okay, why don't I do more training before I've actually had the experience? And this is where we run the risk of moving into that slippery slope where we get addicted to training without giving our personal experience enough time to marinate within us and simply moving into learning. We run the risk of being in that addiction mode of wanting the knowledge and more knowledge and more knowledge and thinking the knowledge is going to help when in fact the experience is what we require. And it's something, it's not just the yoga industry, right? It's very applicable other places and there are many people who just like to learn. They like new information and there's nothing wrong with that. We can spend our whole lives learning, gaining knowledge, and also never actually having practical application. So I get it, right? Our culture, I think our society is based on that idea of education, of credentials, of getting information, what we can put on paper to justify or identify how we matter in the world somehow to someone. And the reality is we can learn how to do many things well. And we may not have the qualifications on paper to say we've learned it. But this doesn't mean we're not qualified or good enough to be doing something. That's a reminder for you. I do believe that training and education is important. I'm not undermining it. The point I want to make here and really emphasize is that experience also deserves a valid seat at the table because we can't have one without the other. And what I believe to be most important is your intention for yourself. If you are someone that loves to learn and takes training after training after training, it's worth having a conversation with yourself, starting with the following question of why am I doing all of this? Where is all this going? And the question of am I afraid to actually have the experience and learning and gathering knowledge is actually easier and safer for me. And that's only something you can answer for yourself. You will know if you're someone addicted to learning. (laughs) because it will be a continuous pattern. You will have taken multiple trainings and done a lot of work and workshops and wanting to get more information. The other component to this is, of course, the cost factor, which I've brought up before. The amount of money we can end up spending on trainings is important. 
Because if we don't take that into consideration and see it as an investment, it can take us further away from our path. It can take us further away from where we're looking to go because there isn't a clear intention behind it. Learning to learn and just gathering training and training and training without any clear intention of where it's going. Right? Is there a reason and is there a possibility for you to return to it in the future? And it's not that everything has to have a return investment. I'm just asking you to be mindful, to take a closer look at this for yourself and to see where you land when it comes to taking trainings. So let's shift a little bit into the decision-making process. And one of the things that can be helpful when selecting a training is knowing and understanding your personal decision-making process for yourself. Again, this is unique to you. What questions do you ask yourself and how do you know when you're ready? And then I would ask, is your decision being influenced by the external, by someone or something, or is it coming back to that clear decision within yourself that's free from expectation, validation, and limiting beliefs? We require that honest check and it's hard. It's really hard to come back to that place, especially if we've moved ourselves so far away from it. I often have to ask myself how I know I'm being honest with myself. So I'm going to give you an example because I think the examples really help to put it into action. This is my process for decision making. And again, it's simply a framework for you. My intention when I give you these examples is more as guidance and framework so that you can find your own examples that are that are relevant to you, that make sense to you, that uniquely are for you, so you can move into it in your way. So when I first come to this place of decisions, I allow myself space to get still. That is most important to me, to be clear on my intention in this moment and also my intention for the next year or two or even further if I want to go further. And I always start with the question of why. Why do I feel I need a training? And why am I having the thoughts of it's time for a training? Why are those thoughts coming in? So this question of why will often bring up more than just the training. There could be other components in my life that could be influenced by this decision. So for example, am I feeling lack in an area of my life? Have I had conversations with other people who advised, oh, I'm taking a training that might be good for you. And then I started to consider it. So these are some factors that I need to weigh in on, and it could take some time for me to move through this process, just a simple questioning of why. Once I've moved through this process, I move into my second round of questioning, which includes such questions as, have I had enough practical application? Am I really clear on my intention behind wanting or needing more training? And am I afraid or dealing with the imposter syndrome of not being good enough and feeling as though more training would validate me in some way externally? These are deeper questions. They require me to dig through a little bit deeper and move through that path and that patterning. They're not easy, but what they do do is allow me to get really clear as to why I'm doing what I'm doing. And once I've spent some time with these questions and I feel clear, I'm able to make a decision from a place of truth inside of me, alignment inside of me. I'm able to understand my motivation behind wanting to do a training versus thinking I need a training. There's a big difference. So continuing to ask questions is a way to go deeper, to go beyond the mind and really essentially move yourself into the heart because that's where our truth sits. Truth is in the heart, not the head. 
and there is a big difference. So if you walk down this path and start to ask yourself these questions of your own form or your own form of questioning and find that answers are not there right away, you're coming up against something, you start to experience confusion, then it's worth exploring that before jumping into something new as a way to distract yourself or move past it. So just remember that. Just remember that why. The learning we can receive from others will always have some benefit. I can't deny that. I do believe it. That, But if we spend our time addicted to the learning, we run the risk of avoiding our true selves and using trainings as a crutch. So learning will always be there. It's important to take the time and find what is the best option for you at the right time. So I'd love to always hear how you make your decisions, how you're moving through this. Have you ever noticed patterns that have worked for you in your decision-making process or any questions that have been supportive? Also, have there been decisions that you've made without processing that ended up being worth it? That's something to consider too. So take some time, go through it, and let me know what you think. Let me know what you come up with and deciding if training is, is, is good for you right now or if maybe you have to take a step back and, and sit with it. So I thank you always for being here. I look forward to seeing you soon. As I mentioned, I'll be back in the next week with a, a new guest that we have coming on, which is exciting. And if you have a chance, go join our community, untappedpower.net, and get yourself signed up. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free.